This is Shauna Lopez, and you are entering the Seriously Shauna Experience, an Ultimate Christian Podcast Network production. Hello, and welcome to the program today. I am Shauna Lopez, y'all, coming to you live from Seriously Shauna Studios. Okay, I am live currently, but this is a recording that you are getting a few days later but it is me it is raw it is right off the cuff lord willing i won't say anything i will regret how has it been going y'all for me it has been one of those weeks already listen so i went out this morning y'all and like a like a good first of all i lay in the bed do y'all do this I lay in the bed, I set the alarm, I can't stand being woke up by an alarm, so I set my alarm, y'all, and I'll probably wake up six times in the three hours leading up to my alarm going off. Just the anticipation my body wakes up. Show of hands, is this what you do? Like, I cannot stand to be woken up by an alarm, and all that does is make me get less sleep. It's terrible. But I have my alarm set early because I have a packed, full of activity day. You hear me? I mean, morning, noon, and night, full. And so I had to be up at this time. And that alarm, it didn't go off. I woke up, of course, six times. And then it's about 30 minutes before it's getting ready to go off. And I'm just laying there thinking, oh, my, how, how is it even going to be possible for me to do what I need to do? How? I cannot get up out of bed. I I had to get up because I, I like to get my run over with right first thing in the morning. Hey, y'all, that's the best way. It don't mean it's easy, but it's the best way you get it done, right? So I, listen, I had it within. I'm like, no, I'm getting up. I got to get this done. My sons need me today. I got to be on it. So I get up and get myself together and I go outside. Now, mind you, I always check the weather. Even in July in Texas, well, June, almost July, even in June in Texas, you don't ever know. So I checked it, and it had rained a little bit before I was getting ready to go, but it had cleared off, and the map said it had cleared. It'd be fine. So I get to going. And listen, ain't nothing wrong with running in a little rain. It'll cool you off. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of it. So I wasn't. I'm going to get it done, right? I'm going to get it in. I'm running, and I'm probably about halfway through it starts raining. Okay, that's fine. The map didn't say that. The weatherman didn't say Whatever. Okay, fine. And, but y'all know, hey, do y'all check your weather app? And you, so you check it. Rain is gone. You know, I, I'll check the hourly, and rain is gone. Rain is ending at this time or whatever, and then it shows 0%, whatever. But then you could check it an hour later, and it shows 80% thunderstorms at the very time you're looking at. I'm like, where, how did you not know that 45 minutes ago, weatherman? How did you not know that? Well, that's what happened to me today. I, there was nothing. It was I was all free and clear. It was cloudy, but I was free and clear. So here I go running, and I'm far away from home. I'm an out and back girl. You hear me? I don't like to backtrack. So I'm an out and back, and I'm running, and I notice there is not a single soul 
out right now. What? I mean, normally I see several people in the morning wave at them. It's encouraging. I encourage them. They encourage me. It's part of, part of our morning ritual. It wasn't a soul, y'all. That, that should have been a red flag. You hear me? So I keep going. I'm about halfway through. And it starts coming down. Oh, that's fine. I can handle a little bit of rain. And, you know, I got my little headphones and so I, I can't really hear much background, but I, I kept hearing what I thought might be thunder. But I thought, no, it's just a little rain. These clouds aren't even dark. You hear me? They're not even, and there's construction in the area. So I thought, eh, maybe it's a truck dumping some, you know, it's a light rain. It's rain. So then it's coming a little bit harder. It's a little harder. And I'm like, you know what? I may not be able to get all the miles in. I may need to at least start heading back to my house and finish up around my house so that I can be home in case it gets worse. So I'm trying to circle back to get to my And then it was, I'm running on this street. I'm out. There's a track. Remember I told you about the track, the little park near my house. And I'm running straight into these, this tree line, and a lightning, I, y'all, I am telling you, this lightning came down into those trees. It was so close to my face, I felt the heat. You hear me? Like, it, did that just happen? You know, sometimes, do you ever see lightning off in the distance? And you think, oh, that, that, was, a light, that was a light flashing, or that was someone's headlight or something you write it off as something else and so then you kind of wait to see if it's getting ready to happen two or three more times well I did that and it never did come you know why because it was coming straight for me do you hear me it was coming straight for me and that popped right in front of me and I was like what in the Lord's name is happening so I start Naturally so, I start running a little faster and a little bit faster. And that rain keeps coming down. That thunder keeps getting louder. That lightning keeps coming. So I finally said, you know what, Shauna? You're not re- getting ready to finish this run. But I, I don't like getting up, getting out of bed, and not finishing what I started. I wanted to finish this run. But y'all, you can't outrun God. You hear me? You cannot so I ran my little tail in the pouring rain. I am soaked to the bone at this point. And it is cold even. And lightning is chasing me. And so I go under the covered area of my park. And I call my husband, who just happened to be going into work late today, by God's grace. So lightning, thunder, it's all happening. Storm, you can't even see. Because it's raining so hard. And I sent my husband a test. I said, hey, it is pouring rain and it's lightning and I'm at the park. You got to come get me. Mind you, my park is 1.1 miles from my house. Do you hear what I said? 1.1 miles. That is not hard for me to get home. It is not safe for me to get home. I'm under this cover by myself. is isn't a single soul in this park. Why? Because none of them are idiots. You hear me? Not one single one of them people are idiots. I'm there. So I am standing out of this car park. And my husband sends me a test. He said, oh, 
well, I'm getting washed up to get ready to go to work. I'll, I'll come and get you when I'm, when I'm finished. It, it, excuse me. And then about five or minutes later, so li- listen, it literally will take you 60 seconds to come down here to get me. You hear me? And I, so I text him again five minutes later. So I said, dude, I, it's pouring rain. I'm cold. I am soaked to the bone. He's like, oh, what? No, I'm going to come get you. I just need to get you. I'm like, no, what? You need to get in a car and get me. Then all these other minutes pass by. And he sends me a t- I'm on my way. How you going to be now on your way? I could have gotten home already, even in a lightning chase him eight. I'm sitting there soaking, right? And he pulls up to, are you, you, and he pulls up fully dressed for work. Got his tie on, you know, belt. It, you should have pulled up in your gym shorts with no shoes. Do you hear? That's what should have happened today. 20 years. 20 years that he going to leave me at the park and get ready. When I get, I'll get you. Uh, Woo. Woo. But you know what? I got to tell you, even after all that, I'm glad he was home. I'm glad he was. Wasn't no telling how long I would have been stuck there, y'all. There was no telling how long I would have been stuck there. Can I tell you, that's not even the worst part, you guys. That's not even the worst running story that I have for you this week. Oh, no. Earlier in the week, y'all, I am running down the road, minding my own business. Listen, I am minding my own business. And I run, now this, mind you, it is a busy street. There are traffic going every. It's a really busy intersection. It's a grocery store and a shopping center. I mean, it's hustle and bustle, right? And I just running down the road like I have done hundreds of times. And I'm minding my own business, listening to my little podcast like I do. Not my own, someone else's. And I hear this giant squawk behind me, y'all. Y'all. It was so loud and so close to my head that I screamed. And as I, and I realized, it, I had to get my bearings. I looked around, and I realized oh, that bird up on this wire, that bird up on this wire, he did that on purpose. It's happening again, y'all. If you've listened to earlier episodes, I have told you that I have been stalked by black birds in several cities in the state of Texas. Different cities, different birds. They all talk to each other. I know they do. I know they do. I read Lord of the Rings. I know birds talk. You hear me? I read The Hobbit. I know. So this bird did a drive-by on my head from behind. And I saw that dude perch up on the fence. Now, I, this has happened to me before, so I, I was ready. You hear me? So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to keep on track and going because the further I get away from him, he's going to realize I'm not, okay, I don't know where your nest, I don't care where your nest is. I'm not even, that's not even what I'm here for. You hear me? So I keep going, but something in me says, Shauna, don't turn your back on the enemy. Don't. I turn around just in time 
not only to see that bird coming back towards me, y'all, listen what I'm telling you. He was flying so precisely towards me, towards my head specifically. Old bird wasn't even flapping his wings. He had tucked those wings to his side. He had put his head down and his beak was pointing at me. That bird came right towards me. He meant war. I am on a busy street in front of this gas station. You hear me? People are coming in and out right on a corner. And I get into a kung fu fist fight with a black bird. I am swigging my arms and yelling at this bird and giving some karate chop kicks. And he flies off and goes and sits back up on the wire. Do, do I keep going? Do I dare? The answer is a big fat no. I ran into the parking lot and got underneath the covering of where the gas pumps are. And I'm just on foot now, you know. And so I'm pulling up, and there's this lady at the pump, and she's out, and, get, and she's looking at me like I'm a psychopath. I said, that bird, did you see that bird? Hit me? And she was like, ooh. And she, like, got in her car, you know, and reached over and pushed the lock down on her door. You know, I'm not crazy. He was after me. I literally had to take a whole other route home because this bird was chasing me. And my son and I, when we left the house later on, I drove back by, I said, look, that bird is still up there. But here is where it gets a little tricky. Here is where the conspiracy thickens, y'all. There was a guy on a zero-turn lawnmower, right? And he's mowing the grass right underneath that bird. That bird wasn't messing with him. That bird didn't pay no attention to him. Do you understand what I'm telling you? It is about me. They do have it in for me. I don't, I know it's mistaken identity. I never did anything to their friends or their family. It's a bird mafia coming after me, y'all. I am convinced of it. And that bird sitting on that wire, and my son saw that bird did not mess with that man. We drove by, we tried to take a picture of that bird. I'm going to get, you, I can't go down that road no more. It's over. That, that bird is a godfather bird. He showed me who was boss. I can't. <sighs> y'all running is dangerous. I see why some of y'all don't do it. You don't want the hassle that I'm having to go through. You don't, you don't want the hassle. Oof. Y'all, what, do y'all have running story? Do you have birds chasing you? You don't. But do you have a fun running story? exercise story did y'all did you blow out at the at the gym one time I know we've all done it I've told my exercise stories a time or two on here but write to me Shauna seriously shaunapodcast.com let me know please let me know that I'm not the only fool who exercises at the gym or has something stupid happen I can't be the only one come on Sign in, let me know, please let me hear it so I can share it with other people so I feel better about myself. Do it for me, please. Y'all, recently this week, recently this week, I, my son, one of my sons, had n number two, had a birthday. I, he don't like when I call him number two, y'all. Okay, fine. 
But he had a 16th birthday, y'all. Isn't that the greatest thing you've ever... Y'all remember 16? Come on, tell me you don't remember. Some of y'all ain't there yet. I do have younger listeners. Some of y'all ain't there. Maybe some of y'all are. Some of y'all having a hard time remembering 16. Hey. But I remember 16, y'all. My son, he spent the day, his 16th birthday, shopping with me. You know that was his first choice. You know. Mm. He, I tried to get him to watch 16 Candles. He wouldn't. Can you believe he would not be into 16 Candles? I'm like, there are some of the greatest movie lines in the world is 16 Candles. How, in fact, son, where do you think your name, Jake, came from? You need to, this, you need to stop erasing history right here. But he will watch it. He wouldn't watch it. But we did. 16, it used to be a big deal. And I remember back in the day, you know, you, you had, people would have parties. I didn't really have a 16th birthday party. But I will tell you this. I went on the day I turned 16 to get my driver's license. Yes? No? Did y'all? I went on the day, y'all. And my son, he's not even interested in driving. He don't even care. How, how are we raising kids that don't care about driving? What is wrong with you? I wanted my license. If I could have got it at 12.01 a.m. on my birthday, I would have done it. But my son could not care less. He's happy to have a chauffeur. He, in fact, he has a chauffeur that drives him around everywhere and gives him money. Why would he give that up? That's a good point, son. That is a good point. But, you know, 16 birthday presents have gotten out of control, y'all. Listen, my son was like, I'm like, what do you want for your 16th birthday? You know, they want iPhones. They want, they are asking for big ticket items. I realize it could be worse because back in the day, remember, it used to be a car, right? That's what you wanted for your 16th birthday. My son, he could care less about that. I will say this, being married into the Mexican culture, they are the ones that do it right, y'all. Because they have the big celebration on the 15th birthday. You hear what I'm saying? They'll throw you a big party on 15. They'll invite all your friends, buy you a fancy dress if you're a girl. They'll, th- they'll go all out on your 15, but they ain't buying no car. You ain't getting no presents. You're getting a big party. That's it. That's smart, y'all. Yeah, that's wise. Y'all, learn. We got to learn from other cultures. You hear me? We got to learn. I, so now... I, I have been tasked with, you know, my son is 16 now, and I've been tasked with having to teach him how to drive. Y'all, hey, teaching a teenager to drive is the same as kindergarten. You know, it's, all, it's kindergarten all over again. I, those instructors at the driving school should, A, get hazard pay, okay, but B, I don't know how they get anybody at all. I remember back in the day when I was 16, it was part of our high school curriculum. Like it was part, you went, that is one of your classes that you went to. And we learned all about driving. We had those driving simulators. Y'all remember those? The steering wheel wouldn't take you nowhere. I'll never forget that. And then we would drive around with the instructor. And he had a break. On his side of the car, on the passenger side of the car. Now I know why. And I also know why you they took it out. Because they were like, uh-uh. 
I am not doing this for free no more. You are going to double my pay or I am not doing it. So when I take my son to the driving school and they go, it'll be $1 million, I go, okay, do you take check or card? Because I understand. I understand. Do you hear me? My son, though, I don't know why he doesn't want to other than I'm like, what? is it embarrassing because you have to drive around in your mom's Subaru? Is that, how is my Subaru embarrassing? Let me tell you, I learned to drive on a Lincoln Town car. Do you, listen to what I just said. It was a Lincoln Town car. It was probably, oh, I can't even, it was probably 24 feet from, from the front to the back. I mean, it was the longest, biggest rectangle car. It was pale yellow. It was the biggest giant rectangle banana you ever seen in your life. And you want to tell me you don't want to drive around in my Subaru? It, no. No. And I, let me tell you, I drove that car around everywhere once I got my license. Like, that was the car that I drove. And you go tell me you don't want to drive my, whew. I drove that car around till my grandparents bought me my first car. Is that the sweetest thing y'all have ever heard? My grandparents, they saved their money unbeknownst to me, and they bought me my first car. It was the biggest blessing. I'll never forget. Let me tell you what happened. So my grandpa, my grandpa, I called him Paul, and he, yes, uh-huh, I know. That's what country folk call their grandpa. It's, pa, it's Granny and Paul. And so Granny and Paul called me, and, and he said, I need you to come over to the house and I want you to help your granny clean, and I'm going to make it worth your while. Now, first of all, my first clue should have been help your granny clean. Uh, my granny didn't need no help cleaning, y'all. Do y'all did y'all have a granny like that? Uh-uh. Her house was clean from top to bottom. She did not need my help. But me being 16, okay, I'll go help. And I show up. I pull into the driveway. They make me come walk around the back in the Lincoln Town Car, by the way. I pull up into the driveway, and my grandpa, my little Paul, is standing out beside my car holding the keys. And he, y'all, could not have been happier. Now, coincidentally, it was also a pale yellow car. What was it about that time that we had to have cars that were pale yellow? I don't understand. But it was, and it was the greatest car. And I'll never forget, he said, he said, Shauna, I want you to take care of this car, and we'll cover everything on, but I just want you to promise me every time you put gas in this car, you will put premium unleaded. I didn't know what he was talking about. I said, sure, until I had to start buying premium unleaded. I'm like, well, does he think I, I work at a Mexican restaurant as a waitress? I cannot afford premium unleaded, Grand and Paul. I can't. But that's what I had to do because I promised my grandpa, pa, I promised Paul. I promised Paul. But you know what? I think car status, it, it is a thing. I think it's still a thing. Listen, I think, I think it's been a thing. Hey, it's been the way it is since Greece was the word that you heard, right? Your car status was a thing. I, I mean, I ain't proud of it, but I can remember asking 
boys that would come up and talk to me, what kind of car you drive? Ooh, that's a terrible person. That's a lot of pressure on a boy. Maybe that's why my son don't want to drive. He's like, I don't, I don't need that kind of pressure. I don't need that kind of pressure. You know what? I feel you, son. Maybe I'm understanding where you're coming from. Maybe I do. Do y'all, do y'all remember when you turned 16, did you have a big party? We didn't have a party. He just went and, and spent some time with his little friend, and they had a good time together. But he, he didn't spend a whole day with me, y'all. So everybody calm down. I did not make him spend a whole day. But, y'all, I turned, I turned 16 in 1988, y'all. Yes, I did. I turned 16 in 1988. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about 16 in 1988. It was a year where many things happened, many important things happened. And also, it was a year where Madonna was at the top of the chart. You, you, y'all don't even know who Madonna is? She about 100 right now. She about 100. And a movie ticket was $3.50. That's not even for the matinee, okay? That's what they cost. A, a dozen of eggs was 65 cents in 1988 when I turned 16. A gallon of gas was 91 cents. What? You guys, are you hearing what I'm telling you? This is how things have changed. The, the average median price of a home was $90,000. I'm not even getting ready to tell you how much my house costs when I look at that. Ooh. Ooh, we did have the Winter Olympics that year. I just don't know if people watch the Winter Olympics, do they? What do they even do in the Winter Olympics? I really don't know, y'all. I got to be honest. I really don't know what they do in the Winter Olympics. But I, I remember... That when I was 16, Bon Jovi was a thing. Do y'all? Huh? Bon Jovi was a thing. Um, who? Let's look down here on the list, y'all. I got a list here. Let's see what some good things happened. Because we, we need to talk about what happened in the 80s. 1988 to be exact. Listen, this is the first year that CDs outsold vinyl albums. What? Ooh. Hey. It looks like uh, Jimmy Swaggart had some problems back in 1988, y'all. I ain't getting ready to tell you, but they did. Oof. Oof. Hey, this year in 1988, Bobby McFerrin told us, don't worry, be happy. Bobby McFerrin. Y'all know what I'm talking about. This is a year Sonny Bono became mayor in Palm Springs, y'all. Ooh, y'all know things went south. Y'all know things went south when Sonny Bono, when you ain't got nobody but Sonny Bono to be your mayor, what's happening? What's happening? Hey, Robin Givens filed for divorce from Mike Tyson. Well, mm, mm, that's a shame. That's a shame. But you know, things happened. Things happened in 1988. But age though, you guys, listen, I know one time, age is a, we're always trying, you, you get to the age where you're like, when the kids, they're always like, well, oh, I'm 15 and a half, or I'm, I remember I used to be, uh, oh, I'm 13 and three quarters. Did y'all use, yeah, mm-hmm, I used to, but now when I hear parents, listen, if you tell me your child's 
half birthday, or you give me your child's age in months, we're not friends. We're, in fact, I probably will close my mouth and turn around and walk away from talking to you. I, I can't handle you if you're going to be celebrating the half birthday. And people celebrate their child's half birthday. I know some people right now that celebrate their child's half birthday. Stop it. Stop it. I can't handle you, do I can't. But I used to disregard, like, okay, so I'll look and I'll see someone. And they were older, and I mean older, older, 20-plus years older than me. When I was younger, even older, 40 years older than me. And they would give me advice. I'd be like, ugh, you are so out of touch. You don't know. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, contraire, mon frere. They know so much, y'all. I know now, like when older people give me advice now, I listen and I listen hard because I'm like, that person knows. God has allowed that person to live to that age. They know. Don't disregard it. Listen, I pray the Lord allows me to live long enough to have a full head of gray hair. Listen, I promise God, if you allow me to live to where my whole head is gray, I will allow it to be all gray. You hear me? I'm not getting ready to be that old lady that has a, the dark hair all over, right? No, I, I'm going full on gray, but I'm not there yet, which is why I can't let it go. But I, the wisdom that comes with that hair, you guys, it, it is beyond all compare. Amen. Woo. Listen, youngsters, if you're listening, don't disregard the advice of your parents just because you know more about electronics doesn't mean you know more about life i'm telling you eat the meat spit out the bones y'all eat the meat spit out the bones so tell me what you're doing the rest of the summer well as you know in the lopez household we have coming up next week the fireworks stand y'all now i don't know if the show will be about it because i'm getting ready to be knee deep at the fireworks stand which is what any good redneck mama would do for her child but i hope to go live from the fireworks stand next week so follow me on social media if you don't already shauna lopez Go to the website, seriouslyshauna.com. My testimony is there, so take a look at it. I know your churches are opening back up, and you need people to come and share love and encouragement. I would love to do that. You can contact me at shauna at seriouslyshaunapodcast.com, and we will be in touch with you to make those arrangements. Y'all, the world is opening back up up we're going to do it cautiously we're going to do it wisely but we are doing this y'all so have me out have me over get it scheduled in advance i would love to come and share with you also coming later this summer in the lopez household we have ordered we have ordered a playground set y'all oh the ordeal that this was, but that for another day. Please contact me. Please reach out, like, and subscribe to the podcast because it does make a difference. But for now, I love you. I ain't above you, but I have had enough of you. Until next time.